It's time for Lickin' On Lending. Welcome, everybody. Good to have you with us. Welcome to Lickin' On Lending, a weekly mortgage market update providing up-to-the-minute information on interest rates, loan programs, and hot industry news, all related to the mortgage industry. Brought to you by Transformational Mortgage Solutions. To participate in today's program, our guest call in line is 646 716 4972. Now, here's your host of Lickin' On Lending, David Lickin'. Let's begin. Welcome, everybody. So good. Oh, it's a scramble to get everything going this morning. Have you heard those mornings? It's Monday morning. It's Monday noon. Well, depends on what part of the country you're on. If you're out on the West Coast, it's still morning time. Thank you so much, no matter where you're dialing in from. The reason I'm thinking of the West Coast is we have our guest, Ken Perry, who is dialed in on the West Coast, back from vacation, back from travel, and boy, I'm excited about that. But anyway, it is Monday, August 2nd, already into August, hot days of August, although it's really been mild here in Texas last year, not that you're here that's it for a weather report from Texas, but we're glad that you're dialed in. Again, this podcast is created by mortgage professionals. It is definitely for mortgage professionals and anyone involved in the real estate industry, and we're so grateful to have you as our listener. Again, our commitment is to bring you timely information in an audio format that you can listen to anytime, anywhere. Video is great, but audio you can listen to anytime, and we try to create word pictures. Again, I already told you, talk about creating hilarious word pictures and hilarious images. Her special guest, Ken Perry. President CEO of Knowledge Coop does that in spades. He's got one of the most effective training programs in the market, and he does such an awesome job of edutainment. And it is both educational as well as entertainment. So edutainment has been perfected by our guests. Talk about regulation, talk about the latest things that are going on, especially the challenging topic of fair housing and lending. So anyway, good stuff. Say a special thank you to our friends at Industry Syndicate. Check out all the podcasts at industrysyndicate.com. We're so grateful for our sponsors, starting off with the Mortgage Bankers Association of America. Be sure to get registered. I've got the card here for the annual conference that is coming up. I'm registering today, getting it done, October 17th through the 20th in San Diego. Ken Perry and I and our special band of brothers and sisters are coming together. We'll be there. We're going to have been talking more about that in the future. We'll talk a little bit about that maybe today with Ken's on, but looking so forward to seeing all of you at this conference. Be sure to register. We need to see you. We need to hug on you. We need to love on each other. We need to get connected. Time for a connection to begin. Anyway, check out the MBA conference in San Diego. Not a bad place. Had two mortgage companies there back in the day and love going back to San Diego. All also, want to say a special thank you to Finastra's Fusion Mortgage Bot Solution. They have got some of the most innovative things going on there. This is a large tech company, third largest in the world to be exact, and they've got some of the latest, greatest stuff that they're doing. They have a partnership with Microsoft that gives them unique advantages in what they're bringing to market in the way of automation for mortgage lenders. So be sure to check out all that Finastra has to offer and all their solutions and I could go on and on about it. In fact, we will be. It's fun to be working with an international company. We're talking with Alan over in the jolly old England and talking to him Thursday and we'll be talking some more. So got some great stuff going on at Finastra. So check them out. Lenders One, as well as the Mortgage Collaborative, the two primary co-ops in the marketplace that do a great job of connecting lenders and vendors. And again, we've got the Lenders One conference coming up. We'll be broadcasting live from Orlando, Florida next week. I'll be there with our podcast equipment. Looking forward to it. Just shipped it out there so we can be doing our podcast there, as well as the Mortgage Collaborative. Just talking to David Kittle of TMC and all the exciting things they have going on. So check out both of these. You want to become members of both of them like we are, at least one of them. And I won't tell you which one. Find the one that's right for you, but I recommend both. 
anyway, also the Community Mortgage Lenders of America. Thank you for their sponsorship as well as Incelerate. Josh Fred did a great job. That podcast gets downloaded like crazy. And I think it has to do with people are looking for what is working today in the marketplace. And more and more people are calling Josh Friend to find out what's working on the origination side and how to use his Incelerate technology to give you a leading advantage. And it's great stuff. As well as Knowledge Group, we've got Ken Perry on today. As well as Mobility MMI as well as Modex. Both of these companies do a great job of helping you recruit the right people, not just anybody, but the right ones for your organization. Check them out. We had a great interview with Ben Turley on July 5th. Go back and listen to that one. We've got Dale Larson coming up with Modex on the run-up here we're going to be having in the future. But also a special thank you to Rob, Les, Alice, Alan, and Matt for their contributions each and every week. Let's get over to Rob Van Raphorst with this week's Mortgage Minute. Rob, what do you have? Hi, I'm Rob Van Raphorst. Welcome to the Mortgage Minute and the latest news from the Mortgage Bankers Association. Last week, the Conference of State Bank Supervisors finalized its model state regulatory prudential standards for IMB servicers. The framework focuses on capital and liquidity requirements, as well as corporate government standards. MBA worked closely with CSBS to ensure that the recommendations to its members aligned with federal standards and avoided creating conflicts with GSE and GDMA requirements. And according to MBA's latest forbearance and call volume survey, the number of loans now in forbearance has decreased to 3.48%, and an estimated 1.74 million homeowners are currently in forbearance plans. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining me. Hey, I love Rob's report. Short, sweet, to the point. Got a lot of great information in it, and uh, so good. And we also then have a pre-recorded message from Les Parker. He and Gary Kentrabone work their skills together. Listen to the music parodies that Les puts out. They're always a message in the music. So without further ado, let's get over to Les Parker with this week's TM Spotlight and a macro view of the market. Powell won't hurt bonds. Won't hurt bonds. No more. TM Spotlight Soundbite is brought to you by Power Seller, making hedging easy. What the dub? Rates remain under pressure to fall because the market sees the sun setting on the Fed's loose money and the government's free money. While fiscal and monetary stimulus has been immense, the money thrust will turn into a drag on growth next year. The Fed continues to tap its brakes by capping its asset growth, getting ready to contract its balance sheet, and not promoting perpetual QE. Despite the Fed's liquidity machine running hot, is the Fed really a dove anymore? What's a dove? These views are my own. Want to know what's a dove? Sign up at tmspotlight.com. What's a dove? Oh, baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. Anyway, be sure to sign up for tmspotlight.com. You can subscribe to the paid version by using the word power, and you get the paid version for free. How about that? Good to have you with us, Matt Graham. What is up, David? All right. So, yeah, last week was great. Obviously, if you looked at a rate sheet, you definitely saw that. It was pretty low volatility, honestly, given the ground that we've covered in recent months. Trading range was pretty narrow. No real drama from the Fed. Probably a little bit of benefit, but it sort of gets lost in the shuffle in the bigger picture. In terms of economic data, I think we can probably start making a case for weaker data doing something to support the recent drop in yields, although that's definitely not the primary source of motivation or the whole story. But for instance, new home sales, 676K versus an 800K forecast, pretty big miss. There are subtleties in the home sales data, obviously. 
obviously that people in the industry are going to say, yeah, yeah, but, and that's correct. And I'm not here to tell you that the bond market is responding to home sales data as if it were weaker data, because the bond market also understands supply chain disruptions and things like that. But nonetheless, weaker data headlines do add up. Durable goods, 0.8 versus 2.1, another pretty big miss. Yep. GDP, I would say, is more of a moving target. It came in at 6.5 versus an 8.5 forecast. But I think everybody understands we're still in the process of feeling out what the post-COVID economy is going to look like. Last but not least, on the weaker data front, pending home sales down 1.9% versus a forecast of 8.3% improvement. Also, there's still sort of range finding. A lot of regression to more stable, more sideways range after working through some of the post-COVID volatility. And much remains to be seen. The Fed told us the same thing on Wednesday afternoon. They did a relatively phenomenal job of threading the needle that we hoped they were going to thread by introducing or talking up the topic of tapering a little bit more. Everybody thought they would do that. And they actually put something in the announcement itself, but it was very subtle and thus fairly well digested. It was just a sentence they added. It goes like this, since the economy has made Made progress toward these goals, the committee will continue to assess progress in the coming meeting. And before that, it had strictly indicated that it would continue to increase its holdings of bonds. So basically, the bond buying was going to continue until such time that they had made substantial further progress to their goals. So then they just took this announcement to throw in a sentence saying, we've made some progress toward those goals. They didn't use the word some, they just said progress, but they did not say substantial further progress. Obviously, if they had, then their goals would be accomplished and they would be tapering. In the press conference itself, Powell pushed back on that a little bit more and even used the plural to say we're continued to discuss this in coming meetings, sort of indicating that we're probably looking at least out until November before they would actually pull the trigger on announcing tapering. Would probably then, worst case scenario for bonds, they might take the worst next meeting as an opportunity to really telegraph and foreshadow the tapering move. And they definitely want to do that. So bond markets overall, I think we're pleased with it, but it was pretty neutral in the bigger picture. It didn't cause a huge rally. So now this week, we're kicking the week off with a huge rally. And a lot of that followed the ISM manufacturing data this morning, which was only slightly weaker than expected. But the prices paid component, so sort of a very early inflation indicator, was lower and it fell at the fastest pace since the beginning of COVID. Remember, the outright level is still quite high. But mm -hmm. what traders are looking for is this turning point where we can stop worrying about these upside surprises in inflation and see it leveling off. And then people are going to have more confidence that, hey, maybe the Fed is right, that this inflation thing is driven by COVID-related supply chain disruptions, and it is going to level off. And they are going to get away with this super accommodative policy for as long as they thought they could. And uh, that's going to be supportive for the bond market. Just to go back to last week real quick, one really great thing that Powell said last week was mm -hmm. simply that while certain members of the Fed have forwarded the idea of tapering MBS before treasuries, it does not appear to be a majority viewpoint. At the very worst, they may discuss tapering MBS at a different pace than treasuries, but that is not necessarily going to happen either. All in all, a good confirmation, a good small victory for the mortgage side of the market relative to treasuries, because there was some speculation that the Fed might give unequal treatment to the two. That wouldn't have been as big of a deal as it might sound, but it would have hurt MBS spreads relative to treasuries. The rest of this week, I think we can focus on data. It's going to take more than one week or even one month of strong data to change anything the Fed just said, but certainly all eyes on non-farm payrolls on Friday. That's our biggest monthly opportunity to sort of update the outlook as far as the Fed might be concerned. Other relevant reports before then, we will get ADP employment on Wednesday, sometimes the bellwether for NFE and ISM's non-manufacturing PMI, which is typically a bit bigger of a market mover than the manufacturing one that we had this morning. With us, as always, jobless claims on Thursday, and that is it as far as the bigger ticket econ report. Hold 
holding near the lowest yields since February. And we're able to do this because COVID case counts are ramping. Traders that are in the know know that case counts are going to continue to ramp up for the next several weeks. And I think that provides a lot of insulation for bonds in the short term. But after that, looks like it's starting to turn a corner. Watch out for a bounce in rates sometime in the coming weeks. And it could also have an eye on the debt ceiling situation, seeing some resolution. It could have an eye on repositioning after the short base gets squeezed even further. So either way, very good for right now. Combine it with the removal of the adverse market fee. Rates are stellar and increasingly compelling as far as taking advantage of those and taking some chips off the table from a lock float standpoint. Short base squeeze. Yeah. Okay. We need an interpreter here. So I need a market app like there's a language app that does conversion. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I'm sorry about that. It's a constant struggle. In fact, half of the Things that have a permanent home on our website are explanations for other things that might be set. I would call attention. You do a great job of explaining. So here's the deal. We love your updates. You send out updates throughout the day. You text them to us. And this is really, really helpful. You're brilliant. Thank you, man. Great job. I'm so glad to have you part of the podcast. Hey, have cool. a good one, Doug. Good to see you. Hey, I realize you and our guests are up there in the same neck of the woods. Ken Perry's right across yeah. the Columbia River there. Yeah, it's been in the <laughs> 90s to 100 here the past few days. So yeah, thank yeah, you, Dave. Yeah, I bet you appreciate you, man. Alice Alvey called in saying she's not feeling well. So we wish you a great week, Alice, and a quick recovery. But anyway, hope you're back because we miss you. Miss your updates. Lots of good stuff that comes out of Alice. If you want to go listen to all of Alice's comments, you can go to our website, look at unlending.com, go to the podcast tab, and then listen to each one of our regulars and get their updates. Alan Pollock is here with us with a tech update. Alan, good to have you here. What do you got for us today, Alan? What was funny is what rolled up on my screen today when I was searching for stuff was in 2018, a picture of the final round of the Tetris World Championship. Now, I didn't even know they still had these things, but apparently they do, and people watch it on YouTube. And then it was the 16-year-old underdog won against the seven-time champion in 2018. So I didn't have a chance to Google and find out what the 2021 mm. or 2022 world champion, who it is and when it will be. But they move pretty quick, which is almost hard to wonder how their brain moves that fast. I think we should recruit them for the mortgage industry and look at streamlining our processes. But let's talk about that, David. It's a great topic. Digitize, right? D-I-G-I-T-I-S-E versus digitize, I-Z-E. I'm sure many of our listeners read articles online and they hear the word digitize and they think maybe that's a, a European article or someone speaking a different dialect. Well, it's not at all. And here's the difference between the two. And you can Google it. Digitize with an I-S-E is really when you put something into digital form for okay. use in a computer. And digitize, I-Z-E, it represents something like an image or sound that's structured or sequence of binary digits. So really, everything really? that we do and we say digitize in our industry is mostly digitized with an I-S-E as we look to put things into a digital form. There you have it. Only on liquid and lending. Would you learn that? Really? Peace with Musha. Yeah. So, I mean, we are super smart today. So I'm back from a week in Hawaii, which is, my brain is definitely back to work, but it's hard oh, to get back to work. So Blend, we copied the announcement. We restated that they had earlier this year their home equity program, and they called it the Equitable Ecosystem Initiative, and it was soft launched. And what it did, it was in multiple languages. It was free, and it was to minority depository and institutions and community development financial institutions to help them provide home ownership. And Blend, the initiative was to invest $5 million. Well, the company said now that the initiative is no longer an initiative. It's an actual program. They're going to be giving their employees 24 hours of paid time to volunteer 
with a current focus of homelessness. And they're going to try, obviously, increase homeownership. And also part of this blend impact, back in May, they're joining 1,500 other companies and pledging 1% of product development employee towards this. And there's some revenue being generated for this as well. So you may want to check it out. Very interesting. The more we can do, obviously, for homelessness, but to help provide uh, homeownership in general and affordability and availability, right? These financial institutions need help. And so it's a great, great initiative. By the way, Blend is now valued at, you ready, David, $4.6 billion. So speaking of worth, we saw in the last couple of weeks, Morty, their digital mortgage lender, not a platform, but a lender. They raised $25 million in their Series B. We also found that Meridian Link went public, $2.11 billion valuation. Their IPO is right now today, $24. And there have also been some really interesting things going on. Let me tell you first about this one, Facebook. We talk about the data they collect and the data we use. This is really funny. I heard this on the podcast that Facebook knows more about you than the CIA knows about you. Now, this was in Wired Magazine. It was mentioned in a podcast. The data, the algorithms, the ongoing machine learning, what you click, how you click, what you scroll, how long you scroll, what you watch, the people that you click on, what those people do, how they scroll, and all this data, they say they know more than anybody else. So as we consider data and how we use it, clearly nowhere's in that range, but um, think about continuing to fine tune that consumer experience and having more data is really, really just absolutely unbelievable. By the way, somebody just sent me a text message. Meridian Link symbol is M-L-N-K for those of you that are interested. David, I want two quick last topics. One is I saw this TV show when I was on the airplane called Unicorn Hunters. I had seen this before. Steve Wozniak's on it and a couple others. And they get these CEOs of these companies, well-achieved CEOs that have these new companies they've taken on or started up and they pitch. And these companies are all potential unicorns. And really is just a wild TV show. One is the CEO, the pitch that they give. Two is how fast they have to give that pitch and the valuation. It's like Shark Tank in a way. It's a 40 minute TV show. If you haven't seen this, just go to Google. It was on YouTube, I think. You want to check it out. It's really cool. It's called Unicorn Hunters. And I'm sure it'll come to a more available broadcast format near you if you haven't seen it yet. And then very last thing, David, I just want to mention, we're going to talk about next week. It's going to be being able to recognize a song that you hum in your head without knowing the words. And then the second thing is enhancement socialization. And we kind of left off on this two weeks ago. How do we consider what enhancements we want to make, whether we are a tech vendor or whether we are a lender implementing tech vendors and looking to implement how we do things based on customer experience. And that customer is the consumer, the homeowner, or it is our internal employees. And with that, David, looking forward to some knowledge, Coop. That's great. Appreciate it. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Alan, for being here and bringing us a tech update. Good job. Good to have you back from vacation. Uh, folks, that wraps up this week's weekly mortgage update. All right, folks, that's it. That wraps up this week's mortgage update with all the things going on in the Hot Topics segment. Appreciate you being here. Next week, we'll be broadcasting live from Lenders One Summer Conference in Orlando. Everyone's saying, I'm a little nervous about going there because of the recent variant that seems to be popping up there. We actually had a family that was vacationing there, came back. The whole family came down with COVID as a result of that. So, I mean, it's like, use wisdom when you're out there, folks. Be careful in protecting each other. Do what's wise. Just be respectful for where everyone's at. My recommendation. But anyway, I want to say a special thank you to our sponsors as we exit. Finastra, CMLA, Lenders One, Incelerate. I have a Josh friend there in Mobility MMI with uh, Ben Turling, Modix with Dale Larson, our friends at MBA, Knowledge Group, Ken Perry, our very own Ken Perry with us today. Sign up and check up on them as well as the Mortgage Collaborative 
Department of all of the various vendors that are sponsors of our podcast. Thank you all for being here. Have a great week. Look forward to having you back here next week. You've been listening to Lickin' on Lending, a weekly mortgage market update with your host, David Lickin of Transformational Mortgage Solutions. Join us next week, and thanks for listening.